the one thing that I mean, you're not wrong and the NFL is still king. But the one thing that the NBA has done really well and, and significantly better than uh, the NBA has done significantly better than the NFL is the NBA has become more, because of how popular like the transaction stuff is mm-hmm. and frankly because of black Twitter the NBA on online and on social media has lapped the NFL right has has become mm-hmm. A much better, bigger thing. But on you can't social monetize media. that, though. Like, yeah, no, that and no, that is fair. Money and, off of it. Congratulations, and, and, guys! You get a bunch of retweets, but you aren't making money off of it. That's that is that is fair, and I mean the NBA knows it, right? You mentioned the changing of the days, and the the NBA knows it because, like, if you look at the the biggest draws in the NBA and the best teams in the NBA, or the most popular teams, not necessarily the best teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we like if you look at the Lakers schedule and why was the Lakers schedule so easy at the beginning and so hard at the end? Because the NBA wanted the Lakers and even more specifically LeBron, but the Lakers will the Lakers will mm-hmm. be the Lakers before LeBron, after LeBron, it doesn't matter. But LeBron and the Lakers is a very powerful combination. And they do a big marquee games at the beginning of the year and then say, you know what? We're going to wait till the NFL is done. So the most popular teams, you will notice that their schedules tend to mm-hmm. be backloaded. The Warriors, uh, the Lakers, because they want those national TV games after they don't have to fight the NFL for eyeballs. Yeah, and I'm, so, and I'm you, saying you know, that like... That's true. If you, want, right. if you want to get to a point where you don't feel the need to always just bow down to the NFL, because that's not even fighting, dude. That's just laying down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, like, <laughs> That's not beating your head against the wall. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's just that's just lying down and 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 saying right here, Mister Goodell. But like, um, like I think the 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 NBA, like they they need to, I think, switch some stuff up a bit. Hey, speaking of switching switching stuff up okay. a bit, yes, I'm kind of wondering if the NBA is moving or the NBA's teams are moving more to a two star model. Compared to the pre the, the 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 previous dominant previously dominant three star model, where you know you had the big three in Boston, which I think underachieved in my opinion, but whatever you had, <laughs> I love it, love it. You had the cool. I mean, like just just like I don't want to root for I don't want to root for Brooklyn, but <laughs> well. So the, the Celtics so, get eliminated. The, so the Celtics had their big three, right? They had yes. and, and like Kendrick Perkins has a job with ESPN now. Ken, Ken, uh, Kevin Garnett has like his various media platforms. Right. Paul Pierce, they tried to to stuff him down our throats, and it just turns out he sucked at his job and made an unfortunate decision. He ain't making an unfortunate decision. I loved that, and so did he. I, I loved it because I meant I didn't have to listen <laughs> to like, Paul. George. I don't need this shit. <laughs> so, but anyway, so like they tried to like. They tried to force like the Celtics big three on us when the two star model that the Lakers had was more successful in that very same era where the Lakers had Kobe Powell. And then you had guys like Odom, guys like Artest, guys like Bynum, Ariza at one point, you know, mm-hmm. and I kind of wonder, you know, and then from there. So the big three happened there in Miami or yes. in, in Boston and then followed it up in Miami when right. uh, LeBron went down there and got right. Dwayne Wade and got Chris Bosh. And obviously, they had um, a bunch of success down there too. And then you know you had like like the 
the thing with Golden State's just yeah, such they're an outlier. historic outlier. Yeah, they're an outlier because <laughs> it was they a big had five. They, they had <laughs> yeah, they're an outlier. They had the well, they had their big three that they drafted, and then because of a cap spike, they were able to get yeah. like just put them aside. But like they were there, able though, to have the, what's that? Would you would you consider? Because I would say I would say that was still closer to the two superstar model, right? Where like you have Steph and KD who are just unquestioned super duper stars that like casual fans would say that right there is a super duper star. And then you had like Clay Thompson, who was a star in his role. Draymond Green, the best ever in his role. Hold on. No, No, I'm saying no, they're both hall of famers and they're both hall of famers, but you would have them both on Katie and Steph's level. No, 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 no. That's what I mean. Katie and Steph are like top, probably top 10 all time guys. So no, they're not. That's what I, that but that's level. what I mean though. Is that like you had, you so had, I think, I think you had Steph and Katie are like, like way the way hell up here. And yes. then you had, you had guys who granted all stars, MVPs, top 75, Clay should have been top 75. Both, both of them should have been top 75. Um, both of them should have been top 75. Um, and then, and then like, you know, like eventually you start to realize like, uh, Holy crap! These guys are they're they're, no, they're, they're technically they're, like look. a few tiers lower than Steph and, and and KD, but they're also a few tiers higher than everybody else at their position. Okay, so <laughs> I think the star part. I, I think we I think we need to frame this a little bit differently, and I don't think it's a two or three star model. I think it is like a max contract guy because okay. that is because that That's is fine. what that is what uh, informs the the rest of the team building and the warriors were able to have because of steph's injury and so he signed a discounted rate and because clay and draymond were on favorable contracts and because of the cap spike they were able to get kd so i think so basically the warriors were the only i think the only team in history yes that were able to have like four max contract level players yeah at the same time, because you had also Bird all in their prime, KD, who was just and unfair. have Andre Iguodala, who was still damn. <laughs> anyway, so we'll put they are like a historical outlier. Yeah. Why they're the best team ever? We'll put them aside. Uh-huh. So I think the question is a because once you get that third max level, whether they're a star or not, right? Like, is 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 Russell Westbrook a star? Yeah, by name, yes, and a max level contract. But is he giving that kind of production? No, not anymore. So I think I think the the question becomes once you get that third max level contract in, whether they're a star or not, once you have that third max level contract, you basically it forces you to turn your team over every year. Because if you have three max level guys, you're basically shopping at the bargain basement. It's yeah. basically going to be minimum guys filling out your roster. And those guys get turned over every year. So how good are they? What's your a burden on those top three? Like those top yes. three have to be super. Right. And we saw it with we saw it with with the Lakers winning a championship, right? The two star model, okay, the two max contract, right? LeBron and AD, then you still have enough financial flexibility to fill out the rest of your roster with Hopefully you hit on some young guys, some some you still have rookie contract guys that are outplay their rookie contracts. Um, but you're able to have that like depth of you can still have a KCP. You can still have those guys being 12 and 18 and 9 million and 
you know, you can still have AC and Coos and mm -hmm. KCP and you can still have, you, you can, can utilize your bird rights because you, you almost never have Correct. three max guys with bird Correct. rights attached. Correct. So if you have, so I think it's the, if you are going to go the three star model or the three max contract level guy, those guys better be healthy, right? You better get 75 games out of them and they better play at a max contract production level on the court because the rest of your team, you saw with LeBron and, you know, in, in his big three, the Heatles, right? Probably the first real like big three. Yeah. Like it was, it was always like, Hey man, is Mike Miller going to take a discount this year or what yeah. is Shane Battier better like come through, right? Because you just don't have it. It's inherent in it. Right. And this is the same thing in, in Cleveland with LeBron and, and uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie, right? Like every year you're going to have new guys cycling through and it's hard to build continuity and it's tough unless you are those Warriors teams that like were so overwhelming with talent, like it doesn't matter. And they were an outlier again because they had Sean Livingston and they had, yeah, they had Iguodala who was making 16 million in those. So they were just like kind of an outlier, but though if you're going with the three max guys, you better get like, they better be healthy and you better get production out of it because everybody else is going to be a minimum dude. Yeah. I, so I have a couple ideas here to, if the NBA wants to help, uh, produce more of these three because the three-star model does sell better mm -hmm. you know like if you're looking if you're if you're a league that is trying to build up its stars and create a villain those those three-star models those three-star model teams are the most intriguing teams yeah um, you, you either love to love them or love to hate them yeah in most like, the vast majority of people. and by the way floyd mayweather is going to be like a, a like damn near billionaire someday simply because people hated that guy like that's yeah. it they yep. they tune in every single week to try to watch this guy lose, and 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 uh, and it, it Will made somebody him... knock those Paul brothers out, please. By the way, <laughs> they're they're up. they're on that same trajectory, man. I, like, you're right. That's why I'm saying it. Will yeah. somebody knock them out? Because I do. I watch to like. <laughs> Will somebody knock one of these dudes out, please? Yeah, and they're going to be really smart because they're going to keep lining up fights that they aren't going to lose, but people they're are going to tune well. in hoping yep, they're, they're going to well. lose. Yep. Um. But so I I, I think. When it, so for the league, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning like the, the villain aspect of this and potential ways to maybe help those those three star teams be a little bit more, offer them a little bit more longevity. Think, I want I want to know what you what you think of this. So I think once you sign a player to a vet men contract, you mm -hmm. should immediately have at least partial bird rights on that player, if not outright bird rights. The entire market. That guy had the opportunity to go to the entire market, okay. and everybody passed. Yeah. Well, not necessarily everybody passed, but In everybody the, like, passed. Everybody passed to give him more than the the minimum. Yeah. Um. So, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think you're going to get pushback from because those from owners whose luxury taxes are going to go. No, I think you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get pushback from owners in. Indiana and yeah. Charlotte and Minnesota and et cetera, et cetera. Because those guys go to, they make their choices for a few reasons. Um, chasing a championship is usually number one. A, a role is often, you know, you want to show yourself, depending on where you are in your career, you want to show yourself off for, mm -hmm. to hopefully not be a minimum guy after that. 
um, and the city. But those guys go to Golden State, Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Miami. That's basically the list, right? They go to the coastal cities because that's where everybody wants to live, except you. Uh, that's where everybody wants to live, and those are the teams I'm that generally. Not to build a pool, right? man. Like it's worked out okay. <laughs> those are the teams. So I'll make my own coast. <laughs> and so I think the like that I think would be like one more differentiating factor, like separating the haves from the have-nots. Um, do we really care about the have-nots? The NBA doesn't seem to actually. Here's my thing with the have-nots, and I touched on this with Harrison. If Michael Jordan is never going to pay the luxury tax, I'm sorry, man. You like you don't you don't you're not interested in winning to that extent. So no, I'm not going to go out of my way to make sure that you have a better chance at winning. If you aren't, if what you're interested in is just the money of owning a, a sports team and not mm-hmm. the competitiveness of owning a sports team, mm-hmm. then the competitive balance is inherently out of whack because you're not interested in it. Yeah, and that's I'm, not just yes. Michael. Like that's at all the no, owners no, that no, approach it like that. No, it's not. It's probably Atlanta, two thirds of, of the owners in the NBA. Right. Yeah. He's just one that very specifically will not, or at least <laughs> has, has not, not yeah. to this point, uh, been willing to pay the, pay the luxury tax. Yeah, no, you're right. Look, we, you, we talk about it all the time, not just basketball, but in sports, like the biggest competitive advantage you can have is, is ownership. Um, and some are willing to spend and some are not, but there are, there are levels to all of it, right? Like, yeah, the the Nets and the Warriors spend more than anybody, but is that unlimited? Like the Nets are like, all right, we're we're like Josiah, like we're we're a playing team spending. <laughs> like at some point, like man, like hold on, we're with the Warriors, right? Like I think I think the Warriors were really being, good, but like yeah, Andrew Wiggins, like we're gonna do this again. We're gonna resign Andrew Wiggins to like there. The, there's limits for everybody, is what I'm saying. The the Nets, uh, Josiah you know, them being in the playing game might be kind of the least of his worries currently based on that ESPN report. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I, I, I do think though, until, until something is done to allow minimum players to stick with their team a little longer than just the one year before they make good on it and go off and get paid somewhere else. Right. Um, I do think the two star model is more sustainable. Um, and 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 more um executable easier to execute Mm -hmm. than than uh the three-star model i I just think with with how talented like i i think once upon a time the gap between a star and like a really 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 good role player was giant Mm -hmm. was way bigger than it is right now yeah i think right now role players have gotten so good at what they're being asked to do that i think it might be more va- it is more valuable to have three excellent role players at 10 mil each than it is to have a 30 million dollar third star cuz the third yeah. stars like that ga- that guy's game's going to be limited inherently because they're the third star unless like unless you have for whatever reason guys that really fit like uh Milwaukee Right, they have three max-ish level guys, mm-hmm. and they just fit really well. Obviously, like again, we keep throwing this out there and then trying to throw it away, but like because it is such a historical outlier. But you know, Steph and KT and Clay and Draymond, like it's not going to fit better. Like right. you can't fit better than that. Basically, I guess I think the point with 
the three max level guys versus if you're going three max level guys, you better be right. You better be right on the third guy and they better stay healthy. You just, you better be right. That's still, if you can get that to work and if you can get it to fit, it is still going to win. Mm -hmm. It is going to beat two max level guys. Three max level guys are going to beat two max level guys. If you're right. I just think it's, you better be right on, you better be right on all three of them. Yeah. I just think it's, it's, the margin for error is so much smaller now than it was previously. Woj just reporting um, yeah. that Luka Doncic is out rup, for Game rup, 1. Rup, rup, um, rup. And there are significant concerns remaining for his availability Monday in Game 2. Rut row. Um, I, think, I, still think, I still think Dallas can split one of the two even with Luka out. Dallas you, is... No. Utah Dallas is, is Dallas. fraudulent. Yeah, no, they are. No, Utah is the biggest fraud in the NBA. I agree with you. However, yeah, I don't think there is a playoff team. I'm, I'm like going through my head. I don't think there is a playoff team more dependent Reliant on, one, on more dependent on one specific guy than Dallas is on yeah. on on Luca. Luca Dallas without Luca is one of like. They're, I mean, I don't know that they're like Detroit and Orlando, mm-hmm. but they're not much better. They are like, now, they're now, better this, now with Dinwiddie than they would have been say, with, with Dinwiddie. Yes, with Dinwiddie and Brunson, you know, trading for Dinwiddie and then they have Brunson. Like, there is some creation there. Yeah. But Dallas is built on the uh, LeBron Cavs, you know, like 08, 09 model yeah. where we have one big. Dude, heliocentric runs the offense. Everything goes through him, and he is he is big, and therefore can orchestrate everything. Yeah, and make all the passes that smaller guys can't make. And we're gonna guard. We have some shooters around, and we're gonna guard. We're gonna let one dude handle everything offensively, and everybody else is gonna guard. And we got some shooters. And when you take the when you take the sun out of the solar system, it's gonna get dark. So. Um, I, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying, but Utah's frauds. <laughs> Utah, no, Utah, and by the way, it would be the most Utah thing ever to, to get, to get beat like 4-1 or 4-2 against Dallas in a yeah. series that Luka doesn't play in. That is like the perfect ending to yeah. this run of Utah. I, Utah is the single biggest fraud in the NBA. Philly is also a fraud, but Utah I think, is I the think, fraud. I think and if they're still going to, da- they're going to beat Dallas without Luka. I think if well, so if Luca is just out for the series, then I agree. It's they don't Dallas doesn't have a chance. But if all that Luca misses are the first two games, I still take Dallas in that series. I don't. I I'm don't doing know it. How how is I'm I don't it. Utah? Tell, dude, explain to right me now, right now. Right now, Rudy Gobert. Rudy yes. Go. I want to. I want to find this because this is an actual thing that I always laugh at all the time, okay. and it's one of all the right. like. All right. You're going to tell me how many screen assists Rudy is going to have? No, no, no. This is... past life? This is... (laughs) It's kind of why I root against Utah. But, all right, so... um, (laughs) There's a lot of reasons to root against Utah. That, too. That is definitely definitely one of them. Um, All right, so... I I use the trade machine uh, machine Fanspo. Okay, fanspo.com slash NBA slash trade machine. I want it to be trade machine from now on. I like it. Okay. Machine. I, I go on okay. the, the, the trade machine 
Um, uh-huh. So the trade machine, mm-hmm. um, the top, we'll go top. So of the top 13 players that have been um, most often that appear in people that are, that are being often. put uh-huh. into trades, right? Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are either Lakers, Pacers, or Hornets. Right, because okay, those are all Lakers fans. Right, those are all yeah. Lakers fans trying. Everybody to Everybody hates rust Lakers team. <laughs> no, those are so, all those are all people trying to construct rust trades. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm I'm saying that like this is all Lakers fans who hated this Lakers team. These are all people that are constructing rust trades. Yes, all go right. ahead. Um, so it goes: Russ, Gordon Hayward, Miles Turner, Taylor Horton Tucker, Buddy Heald, Malcolm Brogdon. I'm going to give you a mystery. I'm going to say number seven is a mystery player. Mason Plumley, Kelly Oubre, PJ Washington, Anthony Davis, Terry Rozier, and Kendrick Nunn. Those are your top okay. 13. Okay. To round out the top 15 is Julius Randle and Tobias Harris. Randle yeah. also kind of sort of being linked to the Lakers, um, you know, in a kind of a weird roundabout way. Okay. You want to know who number seven is? Uh... Yes. I'll give you a hint. It's the face of COVID in the NBA. Yeah. Well, yes. So here's the thing. That is also... Since Aaron didn't answer, they, it's Rudy Gobert. It's Rudy Gobert, yeah. But they all... Yeah, so that I was going to say that is because it is widely thought that mm-hmm. if and when Utah implodes again do you see do you see where i'm going with this though like i do Rudy Gobert is currently being thrown in every like he's being yes yeah, because, in because more the, often. the thought is that utah is going to blow it up when this yeah. doesn't work again and i don't think donovan mitchell's going anywhere so the obvious answer yeah. plus he's also like he's one of those dudes that everybody including guys in the league love to hate yeah so i think yeah however well, no, let me I mean, finish you're my right. point. So you have you have Donovan Mitchell who's yes. looking at New York. You have Quinn Snyder who's looking at the job opportunity potentially opening up in San Antonio. Um, you have you have Quinn Snyder being linked to the Lakers too, which he's kind of shutting down. Which, by the way, the coaching I don't know if it's been updated most recently. Quinn Snyder at plus a thousand to be the Lakers' next head coach. A lot of value there. I'm just going to go out and throw that one out there. Um, but so you have. <laughs> Hennessy sure. is so good. Hennessy, it really is, especially at now eleven sixteen on a Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. after I do the lawn, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right, right. So, but like the if you're reason the sound I'm of my voice, this, come get some carne asada and watch the games with me this afternoon or this evening. Go ahead. So you have you have Rudy Gobert's probably is literally one of the players most often thrown into trades. You have. Donovan Mitchell, who has been now widely reported interested in being a New York Nick. You have Quinn Snyder, who um, has heard for half of the year, if you're not going to be here next year, where might you be? He's had to shut that down all season. You have a litany of, of role players who are now probably looking at their next job also. Paul uh, Joe Ingles isn't even there anymore, and he was like kind of this cultural backbone of their defense and their identity too. Um, and, and so I just think like, if there is a team that exists in the playoffs currently that the Dallas Mavericks could beat one out of two times while Luca is out, it's this Utah jazz team. It's this is the squad. I have uh, weeks ago talked about how on Twitter said that Utah are frauds because they Mm -hmm. are 
and Utah's not going to win anything. And everybody around the league thinks that Utah is going to get blown up once they yeah. are, once they show themselves <laughs> who they are, once they show themselves as frauds and get eliminated again. However, I, without Luca, I just don't know how Dallas. Let's make a wager like, on this. I want to tell bet me, on this. like, tell me how, tell me how Dallas scores. Like, how, how is Dallas? Jalen Brunson how is Dallas and Spencer gonna... Dinwiddie go nuts, and their shooters catch fire, and they get enough stops to take care of business. And I think, all no, I think, da- all, I think Dallas is going to guard. Is, I think Dallas yeah. is going to guard. Right. All I'm saying is one, like Donovan Mitchell against Dallas this year has been bad. Like by his standards, he hasn't been good against them. Yes. Um, he has, he's been pretty good in the playoffs. He's been pretty damn good in the playoffs. Yeah. But like, That's for correct. whatever reason, something about the Dallas matchup, this because year, they guard for the yeah. first time in years, Dallas yeah. guards. And and I so like, I just think, I just think, I don't like, know how defense, Dallas scores. I don't know how Dallas scores. I don't know how Dallas gets to triple digits against Utah. Who says they have Luka. to? So you're going, you're going like blood in the garden, 90, 98, 95 basketball. You're just going, okay. 98-94. Game, right, game one, Dallas takes care of business at home. Call it in. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Dallas without Luka is going to be... How about this? Uh-huh. Here's what I will say definitively. Without without Luka and against uh, against Utah... That is that series is going to be a rough watch. That is going to be yeah. the, the, the hardest. <laughs> it's already on NBA TV. The, yeah, they're trying to that's see if like, they can yeah. put it on True TV. Right, that's <laughs> the, right. This it's, it's a tradition unlike any other. Right? It's a tradition unlike any other. It's the that's the masses, right? Is it CNN Plus, like CNN Plus, like has under other. a thousand subscribers to ten thousand. It's going to be on CNN Plus. A tradition unlike any other. I tweet this out every once in a while, every March. A tradition like any other. Me having to remember what channel True TV is on on Directv, so I can watch, so I can watch March Madness. I think Dallas and Utah. If Luca doesn't play, that should be the NBA TV, and that that's like the series. That's like the uh, the old like Indiana Milwaukee. It's gonna <laughs> air instead of the infomercials that they run from like three in the morning till five. Like it's just why is there a playoff game on NBA TV at eleven o'clock on a Tuesday morning? What, what is so- going? Oh, it's because Luca ain't playing. It's, it's Dallas, Utah. Enjoy. <laughs> You want to- <laughs> the Utah Jazz, the Dallas Mavericks, brought to you by Flex Seal. <laughs> it's 40, 42, 36 and a half. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, Jalen Brunson is going nothing. Jalen Brunson leads the Mavs in scoring with seven at the half. <laughs> Dwight Powell showing out. He has play five points. At point, play Bobon at point guard, then I'll watch. Yeah. Let him just take all just take all those Luca minutes. Boban, you got it. Yeah. Um, all right. We're gonna we're gonna call we were gonna talk about elimination game stories. We'll save that for next weekend as we get deeper into the playoffs. Uh we are um look, we are heading into a postseason, obviously, that is not gonna have the Lakers in it. But as Aaron kind of alluded to earlier in the show, that doesn't mean the fun has to like we can we can't have some fun here. We, we're, and we are. The plan here is to have plenty of fun across the Silver Screen Roll podcast network. We have already adopted the teams that we are going to be covering slash rooting for, whatever. Some of us are rooting Live for tweeting. them. Yeah, some of us are rooting for them. 
Some of us are just covering him. Some of us are just watching a little closely. Roger um, rooting for the Clippers. Have we have we checked Raj's, in on Raj? <laughs> have we checked in on him after this Paul George news? <laughs> Should we do a, somebody send a do a wellness check? <laughs> do we need to send the sheriff? Our our pod Slack has been going off. I can't wait to check in on that. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, so you don't you he, you you. Did, I have the list. Take- I have the list here in front of us. Yeah, give me the list. Uh, So here here are the teams that we are all adopting. So I adopted the Denver Nuggets. Shout out to my boy Adam Mates out there in Denver and the DNVR crew. Unacceptable you didn't take Minnesota. No. Like I said, I I get enough Minnesota sports in my life with just the Vikings. Unacceptable. Byron Buxton just slid funny into a base, and he's going to be out for a while. Because that's fucking Minnesota. That's how it goes. I forgot the Twins still have a baseball team, <laughs> even though they beat the A's in the play-in game a couple, of, uh, the wild card play-in a couple. Did of you years see ago. Blake Trinan last night? He is so nope. he's so insane. Nope, I sure didn't. I he sure struck didn't. out Joey Votto, and Joey, Joey Votto looked at the pitcher's mouth. He was like, "What the hell was that?" It was incredible. Uh, baseball is stupid, even though the A's now are they were terrible in their first couple of games and have won three or four now, and mm-hmm. or four or five now, and are four and three. It's great. I literally don't know any, but not that literally. I'm you literally going to use literally. Correctly. You will, but like you, you'll, you'll know these names. I know, there, like I know guys? three guys on the A's right now. They yeah. gave everybody else away, and <laughs> one of the dudes I know is still sitting out because he's suspended for steroids from 80 games from last year. <laughs> I hate everything. Uh, Harrison. So wait, okay. So you Harrison have, you adopted have, you have Andre Drummond and the Nets. That is Harrison's yeah, that, team. Yeah, that 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 tracks. Yeah. Sabrina Too bad Sacramento didn't make it so you could get J- Damian Jones. I was look, it's not his fault. Damian, it's not your fault. I'm predicting this. You ready for this? One of my one of my off the board predictions for, for this summer. I'm ready. Damian Jones is gonna be a Laker. I'm I'm predicting it. I'm predicting it. You okay. can't say anything about it because I cannot. Well, no, nope, is he is he under contract? I guess it yes. when is that the league is... the league year the league year does not end until June 30th. Mm. So he is mm. still he is still a not him specifically. Let me be very vague. Not him specifically. Every player under yeah. contract, um, if they are going to be a free agent, that is not until July first. Yeah, the league year, the contracts run until June thirtieth. Well, so he's Damian Jones a is a Sacramento King, mm-hmm. at least until for June another 30th. month. At All right, so. until June thirtieth. <laughs> what so. calendar? Wait, what? What calendar are you using? They have a different uh-huh. calendar in Texas. I, I just. Another month? What? What day is it? Today's tax day, right? Is it? Oh, I yeah, I, 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 I filed mine a while ago. Yeah, today's tax day. Yeah, you got all you got all that money. Yeah, with the big palatial estate. Okay, so no. go. Sorry. All right, Sabrina. We're sad, for the, we're sad the Kings the didn't make it for you. Okay. The Bucks are are Sabrina's team. Okay. Classic front runner, Sabrina Merchant. Mm-hmm. Aaron Larsoul, you that would be me. Yeah, that would be me. You fought tooth and nail. I did. It was to, tough. To get your Golden State Warriors. I mean my hometown team, yes. yes. Your Golden State Warriors. I, I didn't say I didn't say my Golden State Warriors. That is that is that is the team of my youth. It is the team the of Bay. my youth. Wait, you know what? That means that means we're we need we need a little side bet. We're oh, at odds huh? here. We're at odds here, yeah. Well, you I think you guys are... are gonna I think you guys are gonna beat the team I'm rooting for, but you know. Whatever. Uh the Warriors should the Warriors are, should beat Denver. Uh Jacob yeah, adopted the Miami Heat. Alex Padilla adopted, adopted the Memphis Grizzlies. Christian Rivas uh, in, wisely in, uh, adopted the 
Philadelphia 76ers in the hopes that just a little extra support means that Doc Rivers wins a couple series and stays in Philadelphia. And then Alex Regla took the Toronto Raptors. So that's who I, that's who I, had I not taken the Warriors, that's who I would have wanted. Because they're just like, Toronto is kind of quirky and fun to me. Oh, Last saying, year, my team was the Atlanta Hawks. But. You're saying somebody from the Lakers is looking a little closely at Nick Nurse, huh? Oh, interesting. I, uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Raj, Raj is taking the... <laughs> his Clippers. You put try to put my Warriors. Those are his Clippers. There is photographic evidence of Raj's long-standing Clipper fandom. I love, I love on that, on that, on that picture of him in the uh, San Andreas Clippers jersey that you can still see the gold sliver behind him because they just didn't do it. The Photoshop is so bad. (laughs) Who did that originally? And by the way, we can do, we can talk about this for another 15 minutes and nobody else, none of our listeners care about this. And you and I can just laugh about this for 15 minutes. And I'm still, I don't care. Let's I'm telling you guys this though, by the, by the time that like, we're actually really into the swing of the postseason, the hope is that like you guys will, will, be here with us laughing alongside us because like some of us are are hate rooting for the team that we are watching some of us are you know watching as we scout something like like i know alex is really excited to watch a nick nurse team like i know that's something he's really looking forward to um i no one took took the celtics no that was not allowed nobody was allowed to take the celtics Celtics. are you gonna Um, actually root for the nuggets yeah, I think I'll probably I'll probably find myself rooting for him. Um, we'll see if we'll see if Steph goes full playoff mode and, and right, the Denver Nuggets a get a chance. It's gonna be a quick stop it. <laughs> stop it. It's gonna be it's gonna be. I mean, the good thing for you is you're only gonna have to pretend yeah. like you're a Nuggets fan for like five games. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe we'll just get like that classic Steph playoff shooting slump. Oh, put the spacing, put the spacing, put the spacing. <laughs> you're gonna be sending, you're gonna be sending me uh, memes of what was it? I think it's the uh, the Cavs series, the three one. Yeah, when the Cavs came back when the Warriors won seventy three games, there's the like Steph behind the back pass that yeah. they took the ball out of it and made it to <laughs> Larry O'Brien trophy and just <laughs> him just throwing it out of bounds. <laughs> Um, all right, that's 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 the setup here for the rest of the postseason, and we will have our fun with that as well. Until all of that, until next week, this was the hook. This was this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Thanks y'all a ton for tuning in, not just for this first week of the off season, but the entirety of this abysmal Lakers season that we all got through together. Can't wait to see how the Lakers try to rebound. Um, and and deliver you guys some news and rumors as as we see what that might start to look like. Plenty of really exciting stuff to get to over the next couple months. Let's get to it. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin. Yeah. That was Aaron Larsoul. This was The Hook. Shut up, Devin! <laughs> <laughs>